Hi guys, today's episode is brought to you by Pure Relief CBD at purerelief.com. Pure Relief carries CBD oils, edibles, vape gear, topicals, concentrates, and pet products for every one of your CBD needs. Pure Relief products are independently tested, pharmacist formulated, and made from hemp sourced in the United States with CO2 extraction. Plus, Pure Relief makes it easy to try their product. Try their free 500 or 1000 milligram CBD daily dose sample or their CBD pain salve and see if CBD is right for you. Simply pay shipping and you'll get a single dose sent straight to your door. CBD is non-psychoactive, non-addictive, has minimal side effects, and can be used safely by children, adults, and animals. I use CBD for my diagnosed generalized anxiety disorder and major depressive disorder, and at the end of 2017, I used CBD to successfully go completely off of all pharmaceuticals. Join the thousands of people using CBD to enhance their lives and wellness by visiting purerelief.com and use code STONERMOM for a whopping 25% off your CBD order. That's purerelief.com, code STONERMOM. What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That's me. I'm the Stoner Mom, also known as Catherine, and I am joined always by my beloved, wonderful husband, David. Say hi. Hello. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado, and we love it here, and we're not moving. In this podcast, we pour a couple of drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. What's up, y'all? What's up? How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? Are you okay? Yes. Did we just say a bunch of filthy things in the <laughs> microphone and you're still a little red from a that? Little ra- a little <laughs> rattled. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be all right. I'll tell you what. That's how you test the mic. Yeah. What? You stress test it. Um... Uh, those little edible uh, CBD edible things. Uh, oh no! They feel great. I feel great, man. Our Sorry. podcasting situation has always been very challenging for you. Always, who is too big for the house. I liked general. it when it was downstairs. I liked the downstairs setup. That was my favorite. Our problem with downstairs was Max was hella loud in the backyard. Well, he's very loud. <laughs> Matt, I mean, he's still loud. Should we reset things? Should we set up a podcasting studio? Maybe. I mean, like I was thinking about getting some new equipment, like just microphones and maybe going those arm things now. Everybody. Maybe they just sit on the desk on your desk down in the basement and we never touch them. And that way we never have to put them away. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be fantastic. Let's do it. It doesn't all have to be in the stoner studio. No. I mean, we did this out of necessity, but I mean, like, but now I think it's time we're adults and we can get some good stuff going on here. All right. And that's why you listen to this podcast. It's to hear us have <laughs> epiphanies about yeah. our house. Oh my God. And we can do how this. it is run. <laughs> so David, the, the edibles he was saying, I have to give uh, mm-hmm. Jax a shout out because she reps for Altus and... You have, they make these gummies and I, they're the same people that make uh, lucky edibles, which make the mints that I'm crazy about. They're delicious. Right? Um, cause they know. are like bona fide Altoid level breath mints, but they have 10 milligrams of THC in them. So they're my favorite things ever. But anyway, these gummies are different, um, 
from the mints and David just took one and David never takes edibles because he has a terrible experience with them always. Right, always. So this podcast episode, we're going to be monitoring David to make sure he doesn't have any freak attacks. Yeah, but this is 20 milligrams of CBD and 0.5. No, it's 10 milligrams CBD, 0.5 milligrams THC. All right, it's fine. So you took a CBD gummy in... Really? In effect. And the THC was there just to give it a little nudge, like boost it up a little bit. Are you smoking any weed? Of course I am. Uh, I have mandarin cookies ground up tonight. And David is smoking a weird old <laughs> blunt. That we found. <laughs> that we found. And I am... And now I'm rooting around in the ashes <laughs> trying to pull it out. The thing that's going to go on my face. I don't know. My... Sorry. I'm... I'm just, I'm busy. It's a busy season right now. It's a busy time. And I didn't get out all of my gear to get high, but I'm going to sit here with two bongs, my two HBY bongs. um, And I'm going to get nice and super stoned with you guys. Yeah. So I'm going to take a quick bong rip. I will say this, this juicy wrap tastes amazing. I love these things. I, I just have to learn how to roll weed, roll it up. Yeah. Right when I got really good at... Rolling things, then I started getting my nails fake done. nails done. Get your nails did, which look incredible this week. I gotta say, guys, they do. Shout out to Tina, my nail lady. <laughs> yeah, Tina at So Sexy Nails. Incredible job. They were looking jacked up last week, but now that Tina's eyes have been on them, oh okay. my god, they're amazing. Anyway, um, this is the most you've ever said positive things about your nails after your nails were done. Well, I, 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 we got them shorter. She made them shorter. Um, and I guess probably because I was not happy with them. Right. So that's why I'm really raving about them. But she, my thing is she just really takes the acrylic and the paint all the way to my cuticle, which is what a lot of people don't do. They always like leave a tiny little gap and my nails grow so fast. And so I hate it when they leave even a tiny little gap because it's like one whole day less that I feel. Cause I feel like I have to go in whatever. Why are we fucking talking about this? <laughs> Libation corner. I'm trying to smoke my weed. I'm going to take Listen, another bong rip out some, of this huge bong. I find it, I've learned so much about nails in the past few months that um, I feel like I know what I'm talking about now. And I think it's okay for a man to schedule a rebase for his wife. <laughs> there was a guy getting a pedicure when I was getting, or a manicure when I was getting oh, my nice. rebase. Yeah. Um, so anyway, are you going to smoke anything? I just, Where's your weed? Honey, I've been smoking that juicy oh. blunt thing. Dave also made a Dave Dinks mix of herbal blend for us that we've been smoking this weekend. It's not bad. Um, let's get it. I know what we're going to talk about for what's going on with you guys. Are we going into what's going on with you guys now? Oh, also, what about drinks? You probably need to pause the show and get a new drink. I probably will here when we go to this music break. That, but what about our drinks we didn't talk about? Well, we can. I'm drinking. Uh, bur- oh my God. I, so, my little local uh, liquor store across the street. Yes. The little engine that could. Like, I go in there and I buy shit from them, even though they don't have a good selection sometimes. And it's just like, I don't care. I want to support you. But they have. Get drunk. Like, I walk in and they're like, we got Weller. We got Weller over here, son. And I'm like, what? And they, I, I walk over there. And on the wall, he goes, we got the big ones, too. And, like, so they had the big How giant How much ones. are the big ones? $35. Wow. Yeah, so That's I got... That's incredible. I know. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to buy more. You need to. I know. And I'm just going to be like, people, first of all, thank you 
for telling for what if they're not there when you go back i'm the only one that buys the fuck out of it you need to buy three more um i was thinking that too so (laughs) and just like then i'm then i have a back stock yeah and i can look at it and be like i have so much yeah so i'm gonna do that tomorrow and is this a bad idea no it's a great i've been thinking about this it's a good idea and i just gave you permission right which is like the best that's it's that's when all the good things am i the best wife Yes. Okay. I'm just. You are absolutely, without a doubt, uh-huh. the best wife ever. Thank you. Of all time, out of any other wives that you've had that exists. All eight. I have not been married eight times. Okay. I haven't been married more than twice, just two times. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, that's what's, that's what's like we're libating on, right? Right, baby? Okay. Let's get into what's going on with us. All right. All right. Well, it's time for so. What's going on with you guys? <laughs> Corner, and I'll just go ahead and open up by stating, yeah, um, a while. Well, right when it came out, my husband, Blavid, bought me Red Dead Redemption, and didn't you bring it to me with like Panda Express or something? I did. <laughs> I handed you, I handed you your uh, two shrimp. two combo entree meal, double <laughs> shrimp, doubles walnut shrimp, and underneath the uh, fucking styrofoam container <laughs> i had red dead redemption too and i go here you go and i handed it to you and you're like what is that <laughs> and then you pull up, my god what is that i'm like that's for you my lady this is the day it came out thank you i had reserved a copy a long time ago <laughs> so it's okay well i have been playing it and i just want to say that i love it it's great for people who are unaware red dead redemption is made by Rockstar, who are the same people that make Grand Theft Auto. And that is the only video game I pretty much play. I try to play other games, but um, Grand Theft Auto it is for me. And it's... Oh, can I tell you something? This is going to blow your mind. Okay. Um, And I'm making up these numbers, but I'm not far off. Okay. Grand Theft Auto has made... Grand Theft Auto V, the one I play, has made... $600 billion. What? The highest grossing movie ever made is Avatar. Yeah. And it made... A billion dollars? Like $300 billion. Oh, did it really? Wait, am I saying billion when I should be saying million? I don't know. Probably. I mean, $600 billion? That's a lot of money. (laughs) That's like Bezos. It's a million. It's a million. It's a million. (laughs) But still, I mean, like I feel like... But anyway, that's a video game grossly outspending the biggest money uh money making movie ever made. Yeah. That's incredible. That is incredible. And that says something you guys about media and the future mm-hmm. and you know what I mean all of these all of our children looking like complete idiots mm-hmm. doing their Fortnite dances mm-hmm. like they're it's this thing is coming and it's big. Mhm. It's big and it's been brewing for decades. It's coming and hard. It's, it's coming, coming at you movies. hard. It's coming for your fucking basic TV. Yeah. 
And you're going to be playing that movie pretty soon on a video game, <laughs> which is what we're already doing. Right, honey? So anyway, back to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. So, so yeah, Grand Theft Auto, favorite game ever. Um, so they made Red Dead Redemption several years ago, um, which was a very much beloved game, which is set in the Wild West and had a great, wonderful Western story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just very beautiful. But it's old. That's an old game. So oh. they've been developing Red Dead Redemption 2. Forever. Forever. And with what they did with uh, Grand Theft Auto being so huge, right? Yeah. And, um, you know. They're like making a world Award here. winning, just like our podcast. <laughs> um, From the same place. <laughs> <laughs> same 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 people you mean stoners just giving out it just arbitrary says, awards world's greatest podcast fucking game that's ever. it <laughs> so anyway um uh everyone's been really excited to see what they had made and yeah. created there's also going to be like a whole online like multiplayer element to it which is a huge huge part of grand theft auto 5 and it what is made so much fucking money yeah because people still pay i mean basic shark cards are 90 dollars for you know that's yeah. what every kid wants for their for christmas you know so, so you can, can play, grand theft play auto cooler parts of the game jet and a fucking motorcycle that i mean around. but let's just so I, you can beat the stoner mom because she keeps fucking kicking your ass yeah and she didn't okay first of all i want to stop and say this what we bought that game we live we had just purchased this home when we bought grand theft auto 5 right no wrong wrong oh my god you're right we bought it in the apartments and that was five years ago yeah and then we moved right right after yeah um because we moved in like september or something like something folly well anyway Whatever. Well, over five years ago, or about five years ago. You, Am I wrong? Uh, I, don't, I don't It doesn't matter. So <laughs> it is five, we're around five years ago. So we bought the game. It was $60. Done. Okay. During the past five years, you have maybe bought $200 worth of... Other games? No. Of, of money oh. in, in Grand Theft Auto? Yes. Real world money. Okay. So it's $260. Okay. Okay. So that's how much you've spent on a game for five years. I mean, like, I think, like, so that's a really that's an amazing nice dinner out. Yes, right? like I a mean, fancy dinner out, or it's such a great bargain because I mean, like, that's I don't know a movie. You go see a movie with your lady. That's forty bucks, right, for popcorn and all that junk. And yeah. I mean, so how many movies is that? One, two, three, four, like five movies. Anyway. Anyway, it's amazing. I don't um, know why I went off on a tangent about movies and money. So the movie or the game is amazing. Red Dead Redemption 2? Red Dead Redemption 2. And um, I really, really started playing it a lot this weekend, starting on Friday. And I really got into it. And I've been I've had it for a little while um, and started playing it. But during the weeks, I just, I can't. I can't play video games. Yeah, because you got too much going on. I got too much going on. Um, but this game I'm so into right now, I'm like, can I get away with playing this tomorrow somehow? Yeah. You're going to play it after the I, podcast. No. Why? Because I got, I don't know. I'm sure I have things to do. I always have things to do. Um, so anyway, it is so unspeakably beautiful. And I love the environment. It's a huge, huge open world. And um, 
I just like seeing all of these different American landscapes, you know, and you get on your horse and you just kind of ride forever through them and you watch the environment change over time. And, um, it's just so, it feels so alive and people are constantly like interacting with you, not real people, but robots. Yeah. Um, in the game and it's, you know, a lovely story so far and it's just the most richest experience I've had with a game in a while. It's very cool. And I'm I've been watching you play it. So like I've discovered now that I don't even like playing video games anymore. I like playing Titanfall 2 and that's it. And even then I can only do it maybe two times and I'm done. But um, I prefer to get you all the games and watch you <laughs> progress on them and be like, look, she's going to love this game. So I'm pretty, And Miles. I, yeah, my son. I mean, like I, like, I know you want this. So here you go. This lady's uh, Western outfit for your character. It is just is worth so $5. intricate. <laughs> and ugh, there's just so many things you can do. Like just if you're like into hunting games, it's like a whole yeah. hunting game. And then, you know what I mean? And that's how Grand Theft Auto is. It's yeah. like, it's supposed to be like a racing game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And even with the different amounts of races, there's, they have races, they have high stakes races, they have stunt races. Mm-hmm. Um, just anyway, that's just like one small element of this massive game. Yeah. So anyway, it's been incredibly fun and I love it. It is a really cool game. While I am playing <clears throat> Reden- Redemption, I often have my phone or computer next to me. Yeah, what are you listening and, to these days? And I have been listening hear it. to and watching for like probably the 10th time in my life. The entire Jody Arias trial, which you can find on YouTube. And I have been watching the same playlist from the same YouTube uploader guy, which is a guy named David Lohr, who in his icon picture is like a bald dude wearing a suit. And I think he's an attorney. (laughs) He might be. I think he is, baby. Because he's like, I need. And all he posts are like weird um like he i think he has a big playlist of the casey anthony trial which is another really great trial trial to watch but the thing about the casey anthony trial is in most of these trials the defendant never fucking speaks they never get on the witness stand and fucking start speaking and that is one of the things that just blows your mind when you're watching the jody arias trial is there are days after days after days where she gets on the stand and lies like you just couldn't believe, <laughs> like you just didn't know was possible that uh, people could lie. <laughs> yeah, like, like lying in front of that many people, knowing because you're not an idiot moron and you know that the other people know that you're lying, but you're so mentally ill and so prideful and so sick that you cannot. You just cannot let go of your lies. So just watching somebody dig themselves. And also she really gives as good as she gets, which is just, there's something to be said for that. Watching someone on the stand really like, really give some effort to defending themselves, you know? And like, you can really almost like feel and like see the gears in her brain working. And she's very manipulative and very smart and knows how to like overpower people conversationally. And that's just something that the most skilled con artists cannot do in a court of law because the fucking lawyers go to school to, to fucking yeah, to learn how just, to do that shit. That's right. So, so you don't have a prayer. Yeah. Those, those skills only work in like, you know, in the world right. and not in the court. Right. Um, other things I love about this trial. 
Um, first of all, it, it basically, it's a one-man show. Juan Martinez is the prosecutor. He's amazing. He's the man that put Jody Arias behind bars for life with no possibility of parole. And he did it single-handedly. And he's amazing to watch. And she tries to spar with him. And sometimes she'll get him very flustered and upset. And it's just funny to watch him get upset. Oh, yeah. Um, by her. And but the funny thing is, is he always calls her ma'am. Have you noticed that? He he does call her ma'am. Yes. Ma'am. Uh, other, another point that sets this trial apart from others is the explicit sexual detail. Oh my God. Explicit, like, holy cow, explicit. Like, we're talking anal, we're talking be tied to trees, we're talking about cream pie definitions, just every... Shots of vaginas and ding dongs. There are nudes and, yeah, there's ding dongs. Oh, okay. Here's another thing, you guys. When you watch trial videos, oftentimes the videos, I mean, there have there are videos on YouTube that are like four hours, five hours long of just trial footage. And um, oftentimes, because there's not edits, so there's a whole portion of it where you literally can't hear or see anything. They'll just point the camera to nothing. Mm-hmm. But they won't turn it off. Mm-mm. So, um, and you can't hear anything. And, you know, trials take a long time. So, anyway, wait, what was my point? I don't know. I was talking about sex. And oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so you're sitting there. I'm sitting there with one of my almost three hour long videos. <laughs> and I, I'm not, I don't l- watch the screen the whole time. It's background right. stuff, right? And what is it about the. And then I, I just happen to catch a flash of something. I'm like, oh. <laughs> look at my phone which is how i'm listening to this while playing red dead redemption and there is jody arias laying on a bed completely nude with her tits out and her vagina showing and then in a few seconds later they show a picture of the then living travis alexander and his ding dong and testicles are completely this is on youtube i'll just say the stoner mom youtube channel was shut down it was deactivated for not you know for talking who about knows who I CBD, I think. <laughs> talking about CBD, I think yeah. maybe, um, but buried deep within these very long trial videos, you might be able to catch a glimpse of someone's very explicit nudes. There's a picture of Jodie Arias completely bent over, spread eagle, showing all of her stuff, um, and she has to like she's confronted with all of this in trial and has to talk about it. It's great, um, and she does a great job. She really does. She does. She does. Um, and so it's very satisfying in that you get to feel, be like, oh, you get to feel smarter than her. You get to kind of be in awe and have a little respect for her occasionally. Like, it really takes some balls to sit, <laughs> sit there and lie like that, lady. <laughs> wow. Sit there and lie like that, lady. <laughs> that is incredible. You don't give a fuck. She, she doesn't. <laughs> and then you get the satisfaction of knowing that he wins in the end. Um and that's the other thing, Martinez, he's really trying to speak for the victim, which is this deceased guy that was, you know, none of us are perfect, but he was brutally fucking murdered. And um, this girl, this woman was using all of her womanly brain ways to get out of this. And it just didn't work. And that's great to watch. Exactly. So I really recommend that if you're a trial junkie, um, go watch the Jody Arias trial. You have literally hours and days of entertainment. Um, I'm only just now getting into the days where Juan Martinez starts attacking all of their, uh, experts. So, and the person who made these videos who on YouTube 
<laughs> the one that I'm watching right now is, is called Shrink Attack. <laughs> it's Juan Martinez attacking the psychologist. <laughs> Shrink Attack. Shrink Attack. <laughs> That's pretty good. So anyway, there's that. Um, what else is going on with us? Is there anything going on with you? No. You're very happy at work. Yeah, I like my job. It's my husband awesome. is very happy during the day sometimes. I am. I'm very happy. I am. <laughs> sometimes. There's sometimes. still other shit that's always going on. With always. Them, but. but I'm very, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm <laughs> very, I'm like, well, I'm actually working and doing something. I mean, it's like. Feeling productive. When, when you haven't had a job in a long time where you're actually doing something that is going to make a difference and become something else. And you're not, like, filling out a spreadsheet or writing some stupid nonsense or giving evaluations on people or, you know, finding out what my color is, even though I know it's a Myers-Briggs test and those are great, but... Not the color. Not the color one. And then um, I'm an orange, I'm an orange-green or whatever, you know, who cares? So anyway, when you're actually like, oh my God, if I All get this... All I know this, is my skin um, color. I've been really researching that. Is it green, yellow, black and yellow, green and yellow? I think that I am, I have zero red in my skin color. You don't have any red. And I'm I've got not all, And I've got all your red. I took it. <laughs> I've got all of it. Okay, whatever. So anyway, that's it. So, um, and then what do you, what about you? What's going on with you with the, the stuff and the things? I did want to say, as far as books, because I haven't talked about books in a while, uh, the big book that I finished was Foreign Faction. That's the mm -hmm. last book that I think I mentioned <clears throat> on here. And that was great. <clears throat> that's one of those books about, that's uh, about Jean Benet Ramsey. And that was written by one of the detect detectives on her case. He wasn't a detective on the case for very long. But anyway, it's his whole theory. And he's popularized the um, Burke did it theory. Mm -hmm. So I read that and that was good. I liked it. Very easy read. Um, and I'm now reading finally Annihilation, which somebody, a listener of Mom and Dad are Stone, but I can't remember who, emailed me and said, read this. And the book, the movie is shit, but the books are amazing. So I'm reading the book. I do really, really like it. This weekend, David and I attempted to watch the movie with Natalie Portman, who I've always really liked. It was a clunker of a movie, dumbass dialogue. It was super boring. Nothing like you're immediately sucked in when you're reading the book because you're just immediately in the action. And the movie was just a completely different perspective. And I haven't finished the book, but I know that they changed a whole bunch of shit. But anyway, that's it. So I'm reading that. Cool, I don't man. know if I'm going to read the rest of the series. We'll figure that out when we get there. Okay. But thank you. Always send, I love um, uh, recommendations for books to read, you guys, especially um, uh, nonfiction. I would love, wait, no, fiction. I want, I'm really good with nonfiction. Do you know what I mean? What's wrong? Like, you know, you, at me you know what to listen to for nonfiction, but you don't know for fiction. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like I, I know what I'm interested in nonfiction wise, and I know like all the authors that I like and different, right? All my informational interests and Got stuff. It. But fiction, which is what you know, I read all growing up and as a young adult and all in my 20s, you know what I mean? I do. 
It's like I feel maybe you far should read away. maybe you should read Dune. I don't know. I can't stand Dune. I got <laughs> Dune on audio forever ago. That, well, and yeah. I, so anyway, I, Dune has been in my. It lives in my phone. I can read it at any fucking time or listen to it, and I just like. Here's the thing. I don't know what the fuck you're even talking about. Well, with with Dune, like story. unfortunately, the first this sucks to say about books, but. You have to get through the first two books to get to the third one, and that's where it gets good. Oh, no thanks. But I know, but what I'm saying is you could just read the third one, and you could figure it out. Oh. I mean, like, there is... I could, because you know I'll just read the, like, hard. Yeah, you'll be like, who is this guy's father? Two. And you're like, okay, got it. Whatever, I'm still not going to read it. Okay, don't. I mean, but, you know, my, when you should just read Chapter House with Miles Tegg, because... I already read the part... He's my, he, he's my hero. I've read the whole Miles Tegg scene that you love so much oh, so isn't that enough didn't i do my yeah, duty you did you actually you did i read that you absolutely did and i appreciate that you're welcome and that's one to grow on what <laughs> what's that mean is that an expression <laughs> yeah don't that's you one to grow on don't you remember the nbc and that's one to grow on with the star and they'd like do like hi i'm kim fields from from uh I okay. So when I grew up, they were first of all those days were gone, but okay. they would still replay some of them, and mm. it always said "the more you know" oh, is what it said at the end. That's right. Not one to grow on. <laughs> that sounds like a dick joke or something weird. It sounds like a cereal campaign. <laughs> no, that's one remember investing show where the guy was like, "I'm growing in my pants right now." <laughs> a cookie. <laughs> Anyway, that's it. That's it. That's what's going on with Goodbye. us. Goodbye. Okay. Hi. We're back. We're back and it's time for listener letters. We are still short on listener letters, you guys. So send them in if you have any questions, any cannabis related questions, life questions. If you have any questions about us, anything you've just been curious about and you want to know what kind of socks we wear or whatever the hell. Um, maybe you need some love advice. <laughs> maybe you need some parenting advice. Maybe, maybe you need some advice on what the fuck to say to somebody who's really upsetting you. Um, uh. Send your questions in. Or where to, to punch somebody if they're upsetting you. David knows all of those I can. places. <laughs> I do. Um, send your questions to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. And we just might feature your question on the show. Let's so talk we about this. We probably will. Um, today's letter is not a question, and I'm not going to read your name just in case. Oh, God. Sorry. I had to swallow a burp there that's let me a, do a, a bong rip real quick i think that's a splendid idea my beloved here she goes oh look at that wow okay i just want to share this um email even though there's not a question can i can i say something really quick what don't you like just smoking weed out of a bong i do isn't there something about that that's really nice there really is and i was smoking a pipe on the way to 
sushi today and i liked that a lot i was like yeah. i never smoke out of pipes you used to only smoke out of pipes back in the day oh my god what in the heck okay let's get to this listener letter the first listener letter is go so you guys if you do like sending in your cannabis stories and why you use cannabis or whatever um i like to share that kind of stuff especially when it's powerful um or relatable or whatever so anyway i am a 42 year old married man with four children ranging in age from 8 to 20 i'm also a combat veteran who served in three campaigns in three different countries in addition i was a correctional officer in a supermax facility for 11 years i have been diagnosed with ptsd social anxiety and several other diagnoses since my medical retirement Catherine, your story of transitioning from big pharma to where you are today has been inspirational to me i've seen and done some terrible things the big pharma answer was take this and this and that and oh this to one too i want you to know that you and david and your story of raising well-adjusted kids in a blended family has been a total inspiration to me. I was fortunate enough to meet a single woman who had no kids and decided, I guess, that she loved me and all my baggage. <laughs> she had never smoked cannabis and could count the drunk times on one hand. I conversely couldn't count those moments on an octopus's fingers. They don't have fingers, dead. She was anti-weed, anti-shrooms, anti-all sorts of fun stuff. Your podcast gave me the courage to approach her with the idea that cannabis could assist with my withdrawal of all Big Pharma assistance. Fast forward a year and I'm down to two VA prescribed meds mm -hmm. and I'm on my way to zero. By next spring, I mm -hmm. wanted to say thank you. Just started my outdoor grow and I'm yes. reaping those benefits as I type this. Yes. Without stories like yours, I never, ever would have thought this possible. Thank you for your inspiration and proof that Big Pharma isn't the answer to all our problems. Much love and many thanks. What a lovely, wonderful letter. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love hearing stories from men about why they use cannabis you know oh my gosh yes um and we don't hear enough of that stuff about everybody's mental fuck-ups from you know all the stuff you guys have to do um uh, and so anyway i just i love hearing that kind of stuff thanks so much for sharing and i'm just so glad that we're able to you know do this really fun thing where it just feels really small and not that important to sit around and get stoned with my husband and talk. But the more of us, you know, that are able to share just kind of how normal and regular we are, the better, um, you know, the more people get the idea, wait a minute, maybe I don't need to be taking all these. Maybe right. I, it isn't such a terrible idea for me to unwind by smoking weed on the weekend instead of maybe getting drunk. Um, so yeah, it doesn't, it's not all, you know, intense PTSD and combat veteranism and all of that. Um, but God, those stories are always so amazing to me and like super inspirational and they make me kind of want to cry. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I don't even know, like I can barely <laughs> live in my normal life, let alone like all that added stuff. I can't even know how you, hats off to you. So you're a very strong individual. And yeah, I just people that like, you know, serve in any capacity and really give of themselves. And then I just feel like those are the people that always get fucked over always. by big anything whatever Not big cool, huge yeah. industry that there is and um and i hate that i hate that mm -hmm. like teachers and stuff like the people that just give the most it's like god you have the least yeah. you know and you don't have any freedoms to fucking smoke weed and your whole lives and career and and stuff are in jeopardy for even admitting it and you know 
That's ridiculous. It's totally unfair and and awful. So anyway, um, that's it. Thank you. Good luck with that harvest, brother. Yeah, and um, I couldn't tell if you were in Colorado. You didn't say, but if you are and you have any questions about cannabis, send them in. David is always happy to answer all your grow questions. Clones, clones, clones. He's our grow master. Wow. Um, No master. And once again, email us at momanddadarestoned at gmail.com. Right. Well, it is that time of the show where we have a stone conversation about a previous week's topic or bi-weekly. First of all, it's hi, everybody. Yes. Welcome hello. to Stone Conversations <laughs> with Blavid and Catherine. Wow. You do that so well. You're I'm Catherine. And I'm David. Blavid. Blavid. So last week, David was like, what's the deal? Hey, what's the deal? Why are all Led Zeppelin songs about fucking hobbits? Hobbits. Catherine, why? And long ago, I am stoned. I'm a little drunk also, you guys. So There's nothing wrong to... with that. You know what? If that's a great thing. That's a great way to be more relaxing. You're going to have to bear with me. Long ago, we're, David we told act, me. We live like we're retired. Long ago, we do. It's <laughs> And we really shouldn't be. No. Because <laughs> we're not. <laughs> no. But we, who, why can't we pretend? I certainly don't advocate for this. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Um... If we were any lazier, we're not lazy. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I re- I am not lazy. David is the least lazy person <laughs> in the world. I'm not lazy at all. So, um, okay, whatever. We're just enjoying our lives. I'm just gonna say, along early in our relationship, David said some comment about Led Zeppelin songs all being about <laughs> hobbits and shit, yes. and I was like, what? Yeah. And I, um, and he's, you know, he's my old man. He was born in the 70s. <laughs> I, I was. So, <laughs> so he teaches me things all the time about shit. I just never saw because it just wasn't on VH1. Yeah, why whatever would it be? You know, unless it's ancient uh, music history. <laughs> so anyway, he was like, oh my God, yeah, all these songs. So I, that just blew my mind because um, as any teenager... Uh, with a healthy amount of angst, I absolutely went through a Led Zeppelin phase and never once picked up on any sort of that kind of stuff. Well, I will. Back s- then, you couldn't like read all the lyrics of everything super no. easily, too. Well, first of all, I need to clarify something because yes. <laughs> you you had mentioned that I was born in the 70s and I have all this experience <laughs> and knowledge. I want to point out that I was an infant in the 70s and the only reason I know anything about Led Zeppelin That's was because I, I had a much older brother and sister who yes. were teenagers like <laughs> and I'm like a, a, a little toddler okay but as I grew up I can, you know, remember seeing flashes of, you know, Led Zeppelin. Wasn't Led Zeppelin like around in the 70s? Yeah, it it was. But I mean, like, I didn't really start listening to music until the 80s. So, you know, by then they were like, um, what's that one song? Uh, You know. No. The one, the light of the love that I found. (laughs) That song. So anyway. 
I don't even know why I'm saying this. I'm just trying to clarify that, like, I only found out about this Hobbit thing in the early 2000s. <laughs> okay. Okay, I don't know why. Okay, go. And then, so what's the deal? <laughs> why don't you tell me? Instead of me talking so much. I apologize. <laughs> Maybe, like, stop talking. If it, like, if it... <laughs> I'm sorry. you so much that you're talking so much. Maybe stop. All right. Well, I did. I did stop. I want to cite that, that I did. I finally figured it out. It took a while. And I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, look, we're back on track. I mean, look, look, I can admit that I'm not perfect, right? I have problems. I have lots of problems. Okay. So, anyway, right. David and I have both had our nice, healthy Led Zeppelin phase. So, yes. And then recently, the other day, night... <laughs> We were like, we're all alone. Let's listen. Let's get really stoned and listen to Led Zeppelin. We listened to Led Zeppelin so loud until David had to turn it off, and he was like, "I can't no more, (laughs) no more Led Zeppelin." Too stoned. (laughs) It was too much. Too many guitars. Awesome. They withstand the test of time for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. Remember also we watched Sharp Objects recently and there's so much Led Zeppelin in yeah. that soundtrack and it's really artfully done. Yeah. Um, so anyway, go listen to Led Zeppelin if you haven't in a while, which I suspect you haven't you unless you haven't. listen to the Led Zeppelin radio station. Yes. Which I know that those exist. For um, sure. I'm just going to read what I wrote down okay. in our notes. That's what I'd like to hear. I'm just going to also say I do read a lot. I have never read any J.R.R. Tolkien. Is it even J.R.R. Tolkien? Is that his name? It's J.R.R. Yeah. Well, I've never read any Tolkien at all. Uh-huh. And I also never watched any of those damn movies. And I don't foresee or predict my, me ever doing that, really. I will say this. Yes. The books I read when I was very young. Yes. Okay. Tori's reading one of them. And I, the Hobbit, I mean, I yeah, I mean, but yeah, The Hobbit is actually, I be, yeah, The Lord of the Rings is before The Hobbit. Or no, after The Hobbit. Whatever. Anyway. I don't fucking know. I understand know. the importance of <laughs> Tolkien. I, do I understand know. his linguistic But they're good. They're good. And I understand that they're, they're very good. good. I understand that they're... I get it. I I understand their importance and their relevance in human history. I totally get that. And I say the same for the movies, whatever. Don't care. I'm just saying. I just don't have all the time in the world. And I certainly am not spending it with that. So moving on. And I also know that Gandalf is a fucking stoner. And he has, (laughs) if you look in the movie, you guys, you can, (laughs) there are details. You can see pictures of his staff. And there's like a hole in his staff where it's his bowl. But then there's like another space where he like keeps his like weed or whatever. His hobbit's weed. His hobbit, his magic, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, but he's he's got a pipe in his staff. Okay, the other thing is with Led Zeppelin, I don't remember any of their songs' names. It's at okay. All. I can maybe I can help you with that. So, all of their names like don't have whatever have anything to do with the song. I know. <laughs> so, um, I'm just going to read to you what I wrote. All right, let's go. A lot of Led Zeppelin, especially their early work was based on traditional bluesy subjects like sex, sexual innuendos, innuendos <laughs> like spaghettios okay and unrequited love um but robert plant who later quickly sorry became led zeppelin's main lyricist person had a lot of different interests and he really was interested in things like mythology and the occult and so that influenced 
his writings. Okay. And um, that's pretty cool. I didn't know he that. He was very unique in that he was able to um, blend all of these traditional, like folk music type things with um, these other weirder elements okay. that he was interested in, like wow. elves and and Frodo. Okay. So anyway, I don't I don't have an answer to you for why. It doesn't matter, but that's he's like so he's interested in all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like a dork. He's a dork. <laughs> he's a dork. Okay, so there are a lot of different um kind of nerdy and dorky themes in all of Led Zeppelin's music. There's like history things and like I said mythology and weird like occulty references and stuff like that. Um and historical things. and But there are also a few songs that have, like, direct J.R.R. Tolkien references. And I'm going to be reading to you from a awesome metal-ass article that I okay. found <laughs> on the internet. Awesome. And it, it was it is entitled The Tolkien Zeppelin Connection by Dane Train on MetalStorm.net. Dang. Did you just say metalstorm.net? So yes, I did say metalstorm.net. But it, this was a great article. It was very well written. I love it. Let's hear it. Um, so I'm just pulling um, three sections about three different songs. So you guys, these are three songs you can listen to um, right after you listen to this podcast. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, okay. The band dips into the realm of Tolkien with Ramble On. That's the song David was recently just singing. That's right. Um, the song starts out with a set of soft bass notes provided by Jones, backed by Bonham, creating the soft beat by patting on his knees. That's what that is. John Bonham. Bonham, did I say that right? Yeah. Leaves are, brief, are falling all around. Time, I was on my way. Tenderly sings Robert Plant. His vocals begin to tell the saga of young Frodo Baggin. Baggins. Baggins. From the Lord of the Rings story. Frodo, the young hobbit, has unfortunately been given the somber task of carrying the one ring, the ring that contains the power to destroy all of Middle Earth. During his journey towards Mordor, mm -hmm. Frodo stays in Rivendell, the elven city, where the Council of Elrond, Jesus Hubbard. Christ, <laughs> decides what is to be done with the ring. Frodo and his best friend Sam, why should I, should I ignore all this? No, keep going. Enjoy their stay very much, but they know that they have to ramble on. That's and right. Now's the time. The time is now to sing my song. I'm going around the world. I got to find my girl. The girl mentioned in the song, as well in another song, as well as in another song, Over the Hills and Far Away, is not another female, but the ring throughout the saga of Frodo, Sam, Aragorn, and the others. The ring is referred to as a beautiful lady and is often called precious. Throughout Tolkien's books, the characters sing songs as they travel across the lands on their journey. Frodo also searches for queen of all his dreams. Plant sings out. Robert Go. Plant. Yeah. Um... Galadriel? Galadriel. The elven queen of the forest <laughs> uh -huh. is most likely the queen that he's searching for. The section of the song. That's that... played by Kate. What's her face? Kate? Is it Kate? No, it's What's fucking Steven Tyler's daughter. Right? No, 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 no. Oh. Galadriel is the. Oh. Kate? Kate who? Uh, who was in Elizabeth? Upton. No. no. Maybe her name's not Kate. Blanchett. Yes, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Kate, sorry. Upton. <laughs> Kate Upton, yes. 
<laughs> famous for her role in the Lord of the she Rings. She was in the Lord of the Rings. Get up then. For sure. She's Galadriel. <laughs> um, the Queen of the Elves. Okay. Anyway, uh, the section of the song that points directly to the Lord of the Rings is... Twas in the darkest depth of Mordor. Do you want to sing it, honey? <laughs> wow, well, was in the darkest depth of Mordor. Oh, wait, I thought we were singing. I thought we were going to sing that again. But Gollum, and the, the evil one, crept up and slipped away with her. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, did you hear that? That was Ramble On. Go listen to it. Next, we're going to talk about Over the Hills and Far Away. You and I just listened to that song mm-hmm. on my computer just recently. I liked it. Because, see, I didn't know that that was what that song was called. Oh, yes. Um, Led Zeppelin's fifth album, Houses of the Holy, contains what at first glance is a beautiful love song. With the soothing acoustic opening of Over the Hills and Far Away, Plant sings, Hey, lady, you got the love I need. Oh, maybe more than enough. Oh, darling, darling, darling. Walk a while with me. Oh, you've got so much. Unlike Ramble On, this song is about another book by Tolkien, The Hobbit. Oh. I got to do a bong rip talking about all this mess. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the Hobbit. Can, do you want me to read a little bit? The song? first <laughs> obvious connection is the title Over the Hills and Far Away, where Bilbo Baggins... Gandalf. Is that like Frodo's brother or something? Okay, Bilbo is in The Hobbit and Frodo is his like nephew. And so it goes The Hobbit and then The Lord of the Rings. Okay. Where Bilbo Baggins, Gandalf, and a bag band of dwarves go over the hills and far away in search of a lost treasure. The beginning section describes when Bilbo finds the ring of power and how the lady is actually the ring. It has the love Bilbo needs. In other words, it has the power to make him disappear and escape from the caves. That's right. It has more than enough love, however, since Bilbo obviously doesn't need all that power, and it ends up getting Frodo and him into a great deal of trouble. But Bilbo loves the ring and wants it to walk a while with him. Many dreams come true, and some have silver linings. I live for my dream and a pocket full of gold. This is a good reference as to how Bilbo's dream of travel comes true and how he receives more than just a good journey, as well as the dwarves gaining their lost gold. The final two verses can actually actually be applied to both The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Mellow is the man who knows what he's been missing. Many, many men can't see the open road. Many is a word the only leaves you guessing. That only leaves you guessing. Guessing about a thing you really ought to know. The first application is when Gollum and Bilbo play the riddle game in which Gollum tries to guess what is in Bilbo's pocket. Do you know what any of this means? Yeah. It turns out that Bilbo has the ring in his pocket, the same ring Gollum loves. Yeah. The other reference fall, falls within part of the Fellowship of the Ring in which the Fellowship has to gain passage at the Gate of Moria mm-hmm. where they have to solve a puzzle. Right. So I think that that's interesting, and I never knew that. Okay. Um, but, you know, the thing about this ring in these books is that, like, Gollum and Bilbo both, like, Gollum had it forever, and it transformed him into this creepy old-ass creature. Okay. And when Bilbo got the ring, I mean, like, so then he could turn invisible, right? And Gollum... And Bilbo both share the same thing that once they get, they neither one of them have the ring, they're like Ooh. constantly freaked out. Like they miss it, they cry about it. 
And they want it really bad? That's how it be, bewitching, that's how powerful, because it's all of evil in a ring. So it's like, it makes you want to do anything to have it, you know? Holy moly. I know. But the ring, like, makes people do shit, like, to further, to get it closer to home. Like, it gets people to carry it. It's crazy. Anyway, go ahead. <sighs> okay. Kind of creepy, right? Last song <laughs> we're going to talk about is Misty Mountain Hop, which we also listened to recently. I like this. This is my favorite of the three songs. From Led Zeppelin's 1971 release is somewhat of an allegory. It talks about the first chapter of The Hobbit, an unexpected party, mm -hmm. and a kid's first drug trip. Mm -hmm. If the title of the song Misty Mountain Hop does not prove that there's a connection, not much else will. The Misty Mountains are frequent settings in all the Tolkien series. As for the lines, each one needs to be looked into. Lots of people sitting in the grass with flowers in their hair refers to the dwarves and the hobbit. But in an allegorical sense, it is the young man's first encounter with hippies. Also, the Tolkien stories had also become very popular again in the 60s and 70s with many of the youth of America and Britain. Hey boy, do you want to score? Is the hippies asking just that? Or it could be Gandalf asking Bilbo if he would like to join in on the dwarves' journey and score some gold, fame, and adventure. And defeat a dragon. Bitch. <laughs> so, that's right. what's up with that? What's up with that? Was that helpful? That was amazing. Thank you. I you mean, should read that whole article. I think I will because um, I, you, I think it sounds cool. a couple more songs. Really? Yeah. There was, and, and he wrote more about, because Tolkien writes a lot about war. Yeah. And I guess was influenced by World War One. Is that right? Yes. Um, Just so, like all those motherfuckers were like, what's the other guy? Um, <sighs> C.W. The Lewis. C.W. Yes. Lewis. Well, yeah. no, they were. Tolkien is the one that converted C.S. Lewis. Are you kidding? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh my God. I did no. not know that. He did? Yeah. And Tolkien is why C.S. Lewis was a writer. He converted him to Christianity? Yes. I did not know that. And I didn't realize Tolkien was a Christian at all. I didn't either. I thought um, he was a fucking pagan, dude. That's <laughs> what I assumed. So, anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty amazing. Thank you. Um, next week or next in two oh, weeks. Oh, yes. <laughs> I better listen up. Also, we are going to take two weeks off at the end of the year because it's the holidays Christmas and whatever. The last two weeks when right. we're going to start back up just right in the beginning of January. Yep. Um, but next time we have a show, I would like you to talk to us. I would like you to get nice and stoned and maybe a little drunk. Okay. And I would like you to educate us on bourbon. Oh my God. Okay. Is that I will, a terrible topic? No, I will do my best, but I will, I'm going to preface it by saying this. I'm ab, I'm absolutely going to have to research it and okay. it's going to be done from my point of view. Yes. Not an expert no. at all. Okay. None of, we're not, that's the whole point is that we are getting stoned and talking yeah. about stupid things that we are not experts at. Okay, great. So we're just supposed to be like jokingly. Well, that'll be fun. Educating ourselves. Okay. Like I can you tell just, you. <laughs> you're always drinking bourbon on our show. I know. You I didn't do get that. another drink. I, honey, I did, actually. It's oh already gone again. I'm just, you know what? Ever since I scored that Weller, man, and I'm just like, I got a jug of it over That's there. That's why I shouldn't give you permission to go buy three no, more. I'm just going to, my liver is just going to float away one day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Hey, Catherine. What? What's going on in Stoner Mom's Grove? You don't know. I don't have a Oh, you don't know. I'm going to tell you. So, and when we last left off in the Stoner we Mom's Grove. We had a dead plant. We had a dead plant. unhappy David. Unhappy me. Since then, we have, our plants are, have regained happiness. The Girl Scout cookies is very sensitive to nutrients, so it has some nutrient burn on its oh, leaves. Oh, no. Which is fine. It's okay. It's going to make it. Okay. I've been flushing these girls with just good old cold water. Um, and the super lemon haze plants are starting to turn all kinds of nutty colors. Like, so the last time I grew this strain of super lemon haze, I got it from the, I got it from a special place that I used to work with. And anyway, um... I got these clones, when I got them, they grew and they were nice and big and huge and they had gigantic colas. These two plants, this iteration, are short and squatty and their their colas are like, I don't know, a, two feet tall and they're just full of like uh, weed. So it's going to be like, they're not very tall, but we're going to have giant colas. We're going to have like probably eight oh, colas awesome. per plant of giant colas. And then the Girl Scout cookies is also starting to turn purple. We've never, I've never grown Girl Scout cookies, so I'm curious to see what it's going to be like. Really? I've grown crosses of Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookie, pl like platinum Girl Scout cookies, you oh, know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So in the other tent, I've got, man, my two hemp plants are look like the best weed I've ever grown in my life. They're like orange and purple, and they're glistening with trichomes. What? That's the hemp plants. Don't you want to get them tested? Mm, maybe wouldn't it be funny to see it would be have. well here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna let them go into the red zone which means i'm gonna let them mature a little bit longer so they'll have higher thc in it dang um and then i'm gonna chop it down i want to smoke that that's so when the when the trichomes turn mostly amber and hemp mm -hmm. that means the thc is like okay, I'm not 0.3% THC anymore. I'm, I'm like more than that. Oh, dang. So, you know, it's so like... you have to harvest it before then if you're trying to not have a ton of THC. If you, yeah. So like, yeah. Um, and then I have other four plants in there that are all looking gorgeous and amazing. So the, um, I don't I don't know. I wish I, I couldn't tell you the names of the strains I'm growing other than Chewbacca and then three other mysterious ones, but I have it written down somewhere. But one of them is like crystally and shimmery. Like you have to like wear glasses when you go in there because the, the light rays bounce off your lenses and destroy your corneas. Dang. <laughs> You're so stuck. Okay, and that's what's going on in Stoner Mom's Grove. When can I start singing the song again? Uh, two weeks. Fine. Bye. Hey, Catherine. What? It's time for Shout Out Corner. The easiest way to help the show is to leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. Go over there. Go do it. Help us out, please. Do it. Helps the show get discovered, get new listeners, all of that good stuff. All right. Next is our House Van Eaton members. Shout Out. House Van Eaton is our membership site and community of adult stoners who support the show as well as everything we do over on the stonermom.com. Members have access to exclusive podcasts, session videos, vlogs, and live sessions with me and Blavid. Learn more at thestonermom.com and click on the membership. Today we're saying hello and shouting out our new members, James and Jay. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for joining us and becoming a part of the family. 
Um, and we look forward to getting to know you, if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for this episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for getting high with us or not getting high and just listening to us ramble on. Ramble on! While we're getting high. Um, and yeah, what are we going to do, David? Well, what we're going to do now, my beloved wife, is we're going to pour ourselves some cool beverages. Okay. We're gonna go up the stairs. Okay. We're gonna you're gonna sit in your video game chair and fire up Red Dead Redemption Two. No. And I'm gonna watch you play it for a while because it's fascinating. And um, then um, I'm probably gonna have another adult beverage. Maybe um, maybe I'll have some more uh, cannabis. And then um, I don't know. I'll probably take a little shower. I don't know. <laughs> so um, that's it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read the last part. Why? Because I want... Is that okay? No. Okay. Go. Okay, go All right. <laughs> You're going to... I'm going to do my best. Mom and Dad are Stoned is made by us, David, Blavid, and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Our music is by Deaf Girl. Follow her on the gram at Deaf Girl Music and listen to her on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash dot n dash. That's dot hyphen E-N hyphen D-A-S-H. You got to change that. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Mom and Dad are Stoned. Follow Blavid on Twitter and on the gram at C-O Weed Grower. And follow me, the Stoner Mom, everywhere at the Stoner Mom. Um, and Did I do okay? We'll be back again soon. Until then, remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Every, every day. Every day. Bye. Bye.